Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, Mujerones. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest, a Mujeron. You guys know we always have Mujerones on the podcast. And I wanted to introduce Yahaira Jaques. Woo, I said it right. Yes. <laughs> Yahaira, thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited to share your story and to talk a little bit more about what you're up to. So many things, but thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited to be part of this movement, so to speak. <laughs> yes, thank you. You've been supporting us and I truly appreciate that so much. Especially, I always feel so honored when women like you support our movement and our sharing and just always echándonos porras. It really means a lot. I want to first talk about like what you're up to because I know there's a lot, but can you give our listeners just a little bit about what Yahaira is up to right now? Yes, I love that question. Um, I, I do feel like I'm always kind of up to something. So right now I'm basically a uh, journalist living in New York City. And uh, my job is basically to report and produce news stories, video reports specifically for Reuters. And Reuters is an international news agency and we mostly focus on political and business stories. So I do a lot of video reports covering financial markets, big companies, and of course, everything going on in Washington. And besides that, I'm also the founder of the Pinole Project, which is a new Mexican-American health food company. And I started this journey in 2020. Uh, and we are now coming out with our first product very soon. And it's called Spinole Chia Oatmeal. And I'm so excited for you and to try it so and excited. for everyone else to try it. <laughs> so I kind of want to talk about like your two main hats, right? Because I feel like the two are so important. You're a Latina journalist reporting for one of the top producers also in New York City. That is not easy. So congrats to you and thank you for representing us all. What would you say has been like the most difficult thing trying to pursue a journalism career? I think one of the most difficult things is that it's just a really difficult field to break into. You need to know the right people. You need to do a lot of work even to get an internship and you know mm -hmm. much more to even get a job. Journalism is kind of unique in that you really need tangible work. So if you want an if you want an internship or you want a job, you need to have video reports done. You need to have articles published in newspapers. So I always tell people to take advantage of the resources that their school provides and you know, I went to the Cronkite School at Arizona State University, 
which is a great journalism program. And so I was able to take advantage of all those things um, to get me in a position where I would be the right candidate for a job. But I know that we don't all have those types of opportunities and a lot of people have to work, you know, to, to get through college. And so to do that on top of you know, already having to do all your work for school, it, it's very difficult. And so I think that um, one of the things that that helped me a lot, though, is really focusing on getting that tangible work, expe- work experience. So not just doing the internship, but going out and reporting, trying to get published, and it's a hustle. But yes. breaking in just the beginning is so difficult, but once you find your way inside, you would be so surprised to find out how how much power you sort of have in you to then keep on the next step, the next step. My first, like my way of getting to the company where I'm at now was through an internship. So I came to New York City when I was in college and I did an internship at the company that I work for now. But it was a professor at school that pushed me to do that and that you know, gave me the best references, told me exactly what I needed to do in order to get there. And from there on, it's been, it hasn't been an easy road, but it's been fairly simple. Like I've just needed to figure out, okay, what's the next step? What can I do now? Who do I need to impress next? But it's not easy to break into that. So I always try to advise people to just do as much work as you can to really prove yourself, but I get it it's not easy. (laughs) Yes. And I think you touched on two very important things that even it doesn't matter what career you choose to pursue is very important. And it doesn't even matter what stage of the career you're in. One of them was making sure you find a mentor, right? Someone that's going to really guide you, someone that has connections, someone that can potentially put you in front of someone that can get you to that place you want to be at. So what would you recommend our mujerones if they're looking for a mentor? Maybe they're shifting their career, right? And they're starting from zero or they want to reinvent themselves. And and finding a mentor is always very important. How were you able to find that? I think for me, I mean, I found my, my first mentor in school. Um, It was some, it was a professor who I looked up to and, you know, I asked him, you know, I really want to, I really want to pursue business journalism. I want to live in New York city. How can I, how can I do that? But I think these days we have the power of social media. I have met so many incredible women. I met you through social media. We've never even met in person. (laughs) And, (laughs) and I love you. I love what you're all about. And obviously support you all the way. And, you know, some people are really difficult to get to, but maybe those people aren't the people that you should be targeting. Mm. Like if someone's very busy, that's, that won't be a great mentor. So I would say, look for the people who are thought leaders in the industry. Look for people who you look at and say to yourself, I want to model my career off of them and find a way to reach them. Trust me, I, through my company, the Pinole Project, I try to do a lot of networking and I, and I get into people's DMs and, and, and also with my journalism career, um, mostly I do my networking on Twitter, especially now. 
because of everything going on with the health crisis. But I, I get into people's DMs and I introduce myself and I go to different events, you know, even if they're just Zoom conversation panels, because that's all we're doing right now. So I think we have a very powerful tool with social media and you would be surprised at how open people are to lending their support. I actually always say, I don't get enough women or, you know, young, uh, young women in college asking me, you know, how did you, how did you get to where you are? Like, I wish there were more people asking me because Ah. I want to distribute this knowledge, but I think, and then once you find that person, be very courteous with your time and be very, very mindful of, of their schedule, their time, be very um, organized, like don't miss a Zoom call, don't, you know, don't go on for an hour. Um, so just be very courteous. But I think that you will be very surprised or your, 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 your listeners will be very surprised to know how easy it is to get to those people if you just do the research and you reach out. Yes. And one of the best ways to do that is become like their biggest cheerleader, right? If you're constantly commenting, liking, uh, DMing, and like, and before you actually reach out to ask for this mentorship or for a call, whatever it is, I think that that would be like the best way to build that relationship before you go the further step. But I love what you said about just with what we have right now, right? Social media, it's such a powerful tool for us to use even in looking for a mentor. I love this because it's a great segue into the next question that you mentioned is pretty much how do we make it happen with what we have right now, right? If we're in school or if we are trying to start something new, a project, whatever it is, with what you have right now, what can you do in order to get there? And that's one of the things you said, it's like, okay, I could have done internships and that kind of stuff to get there. What would you recommend in order to kind of look around with what you have and how you did it to start? Yeah, I would say definitely. um, And it it kind of goes um, back to my other point, but tap into the network that you already have. I think a lot of people underestimate who the people that they know, know. Mm. Um, And it's always, it's always good to, you know, be very open with whoever you, you know, are, are talking with to be very open about what it is you want. Mm-hmm. One of my, my, my boss, um, she is an award-winning former CNN producer, and she is one of my biggest mentors. And she asked me one day, um, like a year ago, she's like, what do you want to do with your career? And I said, oh, well, I, th- I want to be, maybe, maybe I could be a producer you know, behind the camera, but I really like being on air. Like, I think it's so much fun, but I'm, I'm willing to do either. And she's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. What do you want? (laughs) And then, you know, obviously that just stopped me in my tracks. And I said, I want to be an on-air TV reporter or, you know, an, an anchor one day. And she's like, that's the answer. Be very upfront with people about, what it is you want, and then they can then help you. Because if, if I would have, you know, just given her this, this answer, oh, I, you know, I could do this. Or can, she's going to be like, I, I don't know how to help you. I mean, ah, who do I point you to? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, you know, tap into your network. 
um, or people outside of your outside of your network, but always be very clear about, you know, what it is you want when you are reaching out to those people. Um, but I think that especially during these times when people are mostly at home, I think people really are willing to to help help support. Like we're not we're not in this. At least I'm I'm not like I used to be. Just like in this rush of going to work, and then I have an event to go to, and then I have to meet up with this person. It's it, things are sort of you know we've taken a step back. And so I think people are just a little bit more open to helping, which is great. And I think that we should definitely be taking advantage of that right now, because when things start up again, everyone is going to be on their game. They're going to be, you know, trying to, you know, hustle. And so right now is, is a good time. You know, one of the things that I tell people when they tell me, oh, I really want to start this, or I want to become that is, and this was hard for me at the beginning, but I think that slowly, especially with this movement, I've been able to overcome and execute is actually using your social media platforms for what you want to become, right? Like you said, you had to go through school and internships to start doing publications and stuff like that. So when the time came for your employer to see what you were up to, you had something to show for. And I think that is kind of with all careers, right? If you want to be, I don't know, um, maybe you want to be a fitness coach or something. And if you start putting yourself out there through your social media, then, you know, people will start giving you that credibility. And I think it's like now our resume in a way, when you look at somebody's Instagram, you kind of look at them and you're like, oh, okay, they do this, this and that. Do you have any recommendations for that? Because I feel like even with the Pinole project, you've done an amazing job. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I I agree. I think that your social media platform needs to be, you know, obviously, if you are pursuing a certain type of um, career path, whether it is in fitness or, you know, in journalism, it really needs to represent who you are your voice as a person, your voice as a brand. I will say that, um, like on my Twitter account, it's very me. Like I'm obviously I'm a, I'm an impartial journalist. I tweet about, you know, different things going on in the world of politics, business, but you know, a little, there, there are tweets sprinkled in there that are like bad bunny this, and <laughs> you know, and, and just random things that are me. And I think it's so important to, you know, really find your voice and obviously then express it um, on social media through your pictures, then through your stories. Um, But it is a great tool to to define yourself, to get found. Um, And you're right with with the Pinole Project. It's been, uh, I think for me, it it has been like a journey of self, self-discovery for our brand social media because it really led us to realize okay what we want to do as a company is to share the culture the food the history of Mexico it's not just about pinole it's not just about me it's not just about my family it's about us and you know who we are as a community and what we hope to do with that is that people will then you know, we can invite people to 
our table to have these meaningful conversations about us, about them. And with that, we, 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 you know, we draw connections, we build bridges. And that's what one would hope as a company that it's not just about food. It's not just about, I mean, yes, the food is delicious and um, our oatmeal is tasty, but it's not just about that. It's about bringing, like building this community of people. And it's really been a journey, but I would say that it's so important to have your mission, your values and your voice represented in your social media channels. I mean, that's paramount. I love that. That That's so true. It's so important. And I think no matter what career you're trying to pursue or whatever it is that you're up to, that is like the biggest thing. Why are you doing this? Right. And that really starts to bring and attract the people that really need to hear your message. I love that. Tell us a little bit about the Pinole Project, because I have have been following you for, for a little bit now. And I love seeing the way that you bring awareness to our food, because I think a lot of times people think about Mexican food, and it's like super unhealthy, <laughs> you know, and like, they kind of highlight that and you're bringing an an entire different view to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think our food is intrinsically healthy. Like, you know, I remember eating like salsas and, and tortillas made like homemade tortillas made out of corn. Like this is healthy food. And, and you're right. I think that especially in the United States, it's sort of been twisted um, because of this, whether it's like fast food and these big portions. And, and, you know, when I think about what I would eat when I was at my abuela's house and how healthy um, it was, how tasty, fresh, I really want to bring that back. And um, I think that with our first product, Pinole Chia Oatmeal, it really brings like the best parts of our cuisine into one product because Pinole is made of ground corn and corn is essential in the Mexican diet. And I think that the beauty of it is how long it's been around. I mean, this corn was domesticated by the Aztecs like this is it's 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 been around for centuries and so I think that with with this product we are really like bringing it back to basics and what we hope that you know we sort of see it as like this upgraded breakfast because you know people in in the mornings it's like okay I'll grab a bar and the bar is sugary or I mean, I want to make eggs, but it, it's going to take too long. And so this is like a simple way to get all your nutritionals in the morning right then and there. And so I think you're right about all of this. We've sort of been put into a stereotyped, you know, as Mexican food not being healthy. And so part of our mission is to really make people understand our, our food culture and the history of our food. So they view it, you know from a different from a different perspective. Yes, and I love the way that you bring your family into this and 
how we kind of see how your grandparents also were involved in the mission behind this. I'm sure it's taking you a long time, right, to put this brand together and really narrow down your mission, what it is that you want to do. How do you balance being a full-time journalist and then launching this amazing product and brand that I'm sure is going to impact so many of us? Yeah, you know, I'll be honest, it is it, it it is not easy. And I think a lot of people sugarcoat building a business, but there are so many challenges along the way. But what this has done is it's really forced me to become very organized with my time, which obviously has been a huge plus for me because I think it's really important to be very um, strict with yourself about your time and and how you um, organize it. And so, and it's also really, it was also really important for me to be respectful of my day job and also this business. So I would say that it is difficult, but you find the time for the things that you're passionate about and the things that make life worth it. Like I love, I love being a journalist. I love what I do, but I also really want to create something that preserves my grandparents' legacy, you know, preserves our family's legacy for the future. This is very important to me. So I think that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not hard. It is. And, you know, some days it's like you get roadblocks that you're like, well, what am I going to do now? Um, But I think that when you have that purpose and you have that drive, because this is what you want to do, and this is what you're passionate about, it doesn't matter. It's worth it. I love that. And the legacy behind it, there's so many things that go with it, but there's nothing more real than if you really want to do it, like you're, you'll make time. Even if that means you're going to be doing it last minute, like you're going to come through for yourself no yes. matter what. I love that. Yes, you're so right. When things get hard, it's like when you have someone there, like I think about my grandparents. I think about not only how hard they worked because they, You know, I think with Mexicans, it's like there is this you work hard. That's your dignity. And it's been passed down through generations. But I just think about how remarkable they were as people. And it's so funny because people always have this idea that grandparents are so proud of their grandkids. You know, they have the pictures and the wallet and they want to show it to everyone. (laughs) But for me, it's like the opposite. It's like, I feel so much pride for my grandparents and for what they um, were able to do. Like they, you know, they were part of this community um, in, in their pueblo in Mexico and they could have just survived, but they chose to be selfless. They chose to build community. And for me, that's just remarkable. So I think about that and I'm like, no, I got to keep going. Yes, I love that. There's so much purpose behind that, that will keep you just going no matter how hard it gets. One of the things that I really want to point out, and I think it's important because Again, if you're out there trying to create a business, a project, a brand, whatever it might be, I love how you use your knowledge from journalism to now your company. We've seen it in your posts. Um, I saw your beautiful media kit and I was so impressed. I was like, wow. And I think that some of the things that you also see in TV, having uh, had a background in TV, media kits, those things are so important when pitching a product and all of that. And it's so important, girls, that if you 
have a background in something that you poured into your business as well and use it to your advantage. How has that been for you? Oh, I, I'm so glad we're talking about this because <laughs> first of all, thank you so much for acknowledging my media kit. Like yes, I loved it. <laughs> so long. <laughs> um, but it was an endeavor of love, as always. So one of the things that I think is really interesting that I've been able to do with my experience and my skills as a journalist um, that I've transferred over to the Pinole project is we have a TikTok account and I was able to grow our TikTok account from 1,000 to 25,000 followers in a couple of weeks. And basically my strategy was storytelling. I was telling stories about my family, our story as the Pinole Project and how my family is the foundation of that story and of our mission. I was able to tell stories about our history, the history of our food. I did several videos, one on atole, another one on tamales. I did a video about my my grandfather who was an interpreter for the Tarumara so if for those that don't know, the Tarumara, um, they are an indigenous group that live in Chihuahua, Mexico, and they are known for their long distance running abilities. And um, they eat pinole. Um, that's one of the foods that they that they enjoy eating. And so thus, we as, as Mexicans, as people from Chihuahua also eat pinole. So my grandfather was an interpreter for them for decades. And people love that on TikTok. So what I was able to do was I was able to implement all the storytelling, the the video work that I've done, the, the script writing that I've done, like, you know, making a story compelling. I mean, and the great part of it is that our stories are amazing. Our stories have so much power in them. They are compelling. And when I say as we, I, I mean, like as Latinos, as, as Mexican Americans, and, you know, to be able to, to to take those amazing stories and to turn them into what I consider a work of a work of art, my art <laughs> has been really fulfilling. And that was one way I was able to, you know, use what I learned in journalism and apply it. And I think any, you're right, like anyone can do that with the tools that they already have. I mean, you, you're able to speak publicly beautifully because you've had all this, all these experiences, you know, presenting yourself on stage in front of a group of people. Like now you're, you know, turning that into a business, turning that into something that's, you know, valuable. And that's amazing. Yeah. And I think sometimes we overthink it, right? And and when we really analyze and see and retell our stories, we see the power that we have within us to be able to create these brands or even the fact that you reach 25K. Like if you are a creator or you're trying to grow your account, you know how difficult it is to get that many followers. So seriously, thank you so much for sharing that because that will even just... In listening to you, like starting to think, oh, how can we tell the story of Mujeron, of my parents' business, and just so many ways. So ladies, start thinking about how you're going to do that storytelling on TikTok, Instagram, all of that, because definitely this is a big way for us to get to that audience that really needs to listen to our message. Let us know when can we expect to buy the Pinole Project and all of those amazing products that are coming out. Yes. So we 
are planning to launch in February, so next month. And so we are basically at the point where we are deciding a specific launch date. So whenever whenever that is, you will be the first to know. I would recommend going to our website and uh, thepinoleproject.com, typing in your email and you'll get you'll get be the first to know about our launch date. Perfect. Thank you so much, Yahida, for joining us today. We will make sure to put all of your information on the show notes so that they can follow you and follow your journey. You're doing amazing things. And I'm truly honored to have you as a friend. And I can't wait to meet you soon. But thank you so much for being here with us and sharing your story. Thank you so much. And thank you for doing what you do. It's so important. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you guys next week. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.